welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi everyone, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. As we come back to our remote studio, um, Susie, what are we checking in with today? Well, we're all recovering from the post psyop slump and getting back to our day jobs. We might be greeted by the office asshole. Well, not us, because we love the people we work with. But you know, not everyone is so fortunate. So if coming back to the cubicle or the Slack channels has not been too fun, rejoice in the very tiny consolation that at least you're not working with these anti-work AITA cases. Starting strong with a legality and am I the asshole question. A user posted on the subreddit, I got my previous boss fired as I left my company and I'm thinking of getting her fired again from her new job. Commitment, starting off strong, I love it. This is definitely an example you should not bring up in your next interview when they ask you, when was the time you demonstrated dedication? But they give us a little bit more background. I used to work for a company called WeWork. For those of you that have heard the horrific stories about this company, the abuse, harassment, and outright illegal activity that occurred there and still does. Trust me, that is just the tip of the iceberg. There is the Hulu documentary, We Work, or the making and breaking of the so many billions unicorn. And I just started the um, Apple TV series on it. We crashed. So yeah, fun times. Let's hear it. All right. So anyway, my previous boss, ironically, the HR head, was an absolutely horrific person and embodied everything bad about the company. And she thoroughly enjoyed the abuse that she dished out every day. When I resigned, several people asked me to report her to the head office, so I did. I sent a very long, detailed email with documents and voice recordings that I and the others had made over the past few months. After an investigation and many interviews with us, with threats to take the information public, surprisingly, she was fired. It was a great day. (laughs) Now I see on LinkedIn that she has a new job, and I'm seriously considering sending the same information to her new employer. Mm, What to do? And that is how the post ends. Oh, my God. I may be adding a little bit of drama for the podcast, but I really, truly want to believe that, that I'm conveying the voice of the original poster. And the comments mostly summarize as, well, depending on where you are, that could result in legal action against you for tortious interference. So, you know, thread carefully. Yeah, I mean, torturous interference requires the claim to be false, but defamation does not. So the person could find themselves in more trouble than before if they do decide to go that route. On the other hand, we could play devil's advocate and be like, well, they're trying to save all those other people from the new company from being harmed. Yeah, I'm conflicted on this one because exactly if they're doing it to protect others and to 
stop this cycle? Great. At the same time, the new place did hire the head of HR, knowing that they were coming from being fired at WeWork, which, as we mentioned, is publicly known as being an abusive workplace. So, well, maybe there's there's employers that don't do the checks before. Maybe they just saw WeWork and they said, great, let's go for it. Verdict. Two office assholes are not, in fact, better than one. Completely agree with the verdict. Susie, what's our next one? It starts. So I got my new job and start at the beginning of next month. I put in my notice yesterday morning around 7.45 a.m. Thank you for giving us the timestamp. My notice is literally 2.5 weeks. Boss gets in, sees it, and then she disappears for 45 minutes, along with another supervisor and two team leaders. No. Not sketchy as fuck at all. And everyone comes back and I get an email acknowledging my notice. And it was a very generic notice. Nothing bad. But no one would F look me in the eye or talk to me for the rest of the day. So 4.30pm rolls around. Once again, thank you for the timestamp. And I get called into HR. Because I'm not an idiot in Georgia is a one party consent state. I turn on my voice recorder and put my phone in my back pocket. Snaps to that. Um, get to the HR and essentially, because I put in my notice, they're like, well, hey, since you're planning on leaving, we packed all of your stuff for you and you're getting escorted out of the building. Oh my God, thank you so much for doing the work for me. All good vibes and we will give you a good reference though. <laughs> So now I'm a lady of leisure for the next 28 days with the plans of doing a lot of laundry, 40k painting commissions, and filing for mother F unemployment. Cheat me out of 2.5 weeks of pay. Skivvy MFs. And what gets me is I worked in a department of 14, doing something with a very unique skill set, processing life insurance claims. Like talking to someone who just had someone die and giving them money for it. I don't know if this outs me. Also reviewing medical records for contestable life insurance claims. Like, this isn't something Joe Blow can walk off the streets and be able to do. Out of 14 people, 3 supervisors, 1 admin assistant, and 10 analysts, they are down 4, now 5 analysts, and 3 of them quit without notice in the last 3 weeks and also a supervisor the definition of short staff and they want me to and they want to pull this shit with me but we're family you know until you put your notice and you're dead to us so yeah i'm filing for unemployment this morning i want my 2.5 weeks of money dear op thank you that was a roller coaster you just take us on and there's so much material, so much to digest in your story. First of all, we love one-party consent states. For those who are not familiar with what the heck we're talking about, some states allow you to record conversations and that recording can be used as evidence in a court of law with only one person being aware of the conversation being recorded. So mm -hmm. you can be a little sketchy, you can be a little scheming if it means that you're protecting yourself. And I always advocate for it. 
Now, granted, if you are in a two-party consent state or in an every-party consent state, please don't do this. Uh, <laughs> you can be sued for it, and we will not take responsibility. None of this is legal advice. Again, we are just commenting on things. Please do not take anything that we say or do to heart. Thank you. But I love that they did it and that they mentioned it. Um, because it is a way to protect yourself. The other thing that I find so interesting is the idea of like, so you just had three people quit who did not bother to give you a notice. You kind of prove that they were right in doing so. Because what's the point? If you know that you're going to give a notice, you're going to leave out those awkward two weeks, two weeks and a half, and you're going to be ostracized for it, especially in the modern workplace where you know that you may come back to a company, like there is no slamming doors most of the time. And you might go work somewhere else, come back, make diagonal moves. Well, you just ensure that that person is not coming back to your company ever, unless it is to probably slash your tires. But stop saying that on the microphone. <laughs> Again, I'm just hypothesizing and I take no responsibility if that happens to happen. But all in all, OP is absolutely not the office asshole. They gave notice. They wanted to be there for like two weeks and a half, gave it themselves ample time to cross anything off their to-do list, pass over any responsibilities to those left on the team. I wouldn't be... Yeah, I wouldn't be able to blame them. Um, now, the company they work for or they used to work for, yeah, no. Good riddance. And also, this person is taking care of themselves. So, yes, file for unemployment, get your money's worth, and hope you get the best out of your new job. Enjoy the couple weeks of laundry and paintings and catching up on all the shows and all the things. And closing with another story where we see employers being a little on the shady side when it comes to money. This one starts with, so one of my techs found out what a manager's salary is, dot, dot, dot. That is one of the most ominous titles I've read on this subreddit so far. Stephen King material. Thank you. <laughs> awesome incident. And it continues with, and we're both effing livid. A bit of a history. I work at the largest dealership group on the East Coast. In the past two years, we've gone from a meager 24 to a modest 36 dealerships. And as our CEO proudly proclaims, we don't have a mortgage on any of our buildings. So how much effing money is this company making? The parts guys, so the mechanics in charge of ensuring that all the necessary parts come in and that they're changed in the cars before being resold, make about 40K a year. The parts managers make about 65. Service advisors make about 60. Service managers make about 75. And techs make about 60K a year. So all in all, service managers have the highest with 75K. Parts guys, 
make the lowest with 40K a year. So where is the divide? Here it is. The used car manager, mind you, at one of the smallest stores among the 36, makes a modest $600,000 a year. Sales reps at the locations make anywhere from 100 to 250. Why in the, this has way too many expletives for my comfort zone, so don't mind me. Why in the bleep should I be bleep working my bleep off to repair these cars when I don't even make 25% of the people that sell these bleep boxes? That gives an idea. And I want to do them justice. They conclude with, fuck this place. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Shall we just talk about pay transparency if we're on this topic of finding out what managers make? I mean, it sounds like a terrible workplace because let's be real, without the parts guys, without the mechanics, without everyone who's not client facing, those cars wouldn't get sold and no one would be able to keep bringing home any amount and they would need a lot of mortgages on their buildings. That is a very weird flex for me. So I just wanted to mention that. But technically it's not illegal and it's not an uncommon practice to not share pay transparency. So yeah, let's talk about it a little bit more. So let's give you some vocab. Uh, pay transparency is allowing employees to compare their salaries to colleagues and gain reassurance that they're being paid fairly. There's also gag clauses, which refer to the part of employment contracts that restrict employees from disclosing, including their payment. In some countries, gag clauses are widespread. For example, in the UK, one in five UK-based workers are banned from talking about pay with colleagues. And in Australia, pay secrecy clauses are often written into employee contracts. Why does Australia make it sound even more ominous than the UK? What is this Commonwealth one-upping of let's not respect workers' rights? Uh, but under US law, employees have the right to discuss compensation and anti-gagging clauses are law in 21 states, prohibiting employers from requesting salary histories. Um, information for job applicants to stop previous salary discrimination carrying forward. That is very interesting that you mentioned that in the U.S. we do have those protections because I definitely remember going through a couple interviews where the usual, so what are you hoping to make in this role? Mm -hmm. Was actually saying like, well, what are you currently making? To which I immediately overinflated because how are they going to check? And then I didn't pursue that role anymore. But very good to know. I wish I knew then that it wasn't just a red flag. It was straight up illegal. Yep. Well, in 21 states. I'm not sure which states. Might mm, need to check. But the other thing that comes to mind for me is, let's say you do work in one of those states or your employer is headquartered in one of those states where you can ask those questions and you can be prohibited from discussing your salary. If you want to do a quick analysis, 
as IO psychologists, here comes the plug. We do have that little website called ONET, which besides having all of the tasks and duties and job areas and all of the things that make our tiny nerd hearts tingle with job analysis, it also has compensation by state, by role, by zip code, by manager managerial level. So do some of your own research. I know it sounds a little bit like it's your responsibility now, but until we can take care of ourselves at the organizational level, make sure that you're protecting yourself and your pay levels. Quick Google search. In Illinois, as of 2019, Illinois' governor said that the state will no longer ask prospective employees questions about salary history, and September 2019, employers may not seek pay history, including benefits or other compensations, but they may, however, discuss applicants' pay expectations. My interviews and phone screenings were definitely after that date. So dear HR person that asked me those questions, in a very unlikely case, you still remember about my existence and somehow you're a listener. Do your duty. Take notice, respect candidates and respect your employees a little bit more. You know, even just for legality's sake. Just in case. With that in mind, dear listeners, remember, look at your state laws if you're US-based. Figure out how you can protect yourself. Again, don't take our podcast is legal advice because it's not what it is we're just telling you to do your own research and do your due diligence if you are working in hr all the more do your due diligence it's literally your job and with that let us know what laws you have found what protects you in your state what you found surprising um, slide into our dms on facebook twitter or instagram at bias check-in podcast Send us an email, biascheckin at gmail.com. Leave us a voice note on anchor.fm and tell us your horror stories and your success ones. And tell us if you want to be on the episode. Leave us a message, DM us, reach out, tell us how and why you should be featured and we'll make it happen. But until then, we'll see you in the next one. Bye, everyone. Thank you for checking in. Thank you.